Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. Yeah! We just get started. Welcome to the show. Special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. I'm your host, TJ Chapman. What kind of tea you sipping on, Sam? AD, what are your thoughts? It's getting late, y'all. It's time for the chocolate letter. This is definitely for the grown and sexy. It's time for another refill, y'all. Don't go anywhere. So keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. We just get started. Welcome to the show. We have a special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. I'm your host, TJ Chapman. What kind of tea you sipping on, Sam? AD, what are your thoughts? It's getting late, y'all. It's time for the chocolate letter. This is definitely for the grown and sexy. It's time for another refill, y'all. Don't go anywhere. So keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. We just get started. Welcome to the show. Special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. I'm your host, TJ Chapman. What kind of tea you sipping on, Sam? AD, what are your thoughts? It's getting late, y'all. It's time for the chocolate letter. This is definitely for the grown and sexy. It's time for another refill, y'all. Don't go anywhere. So keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. We just get started. Welcome to the show. We have a special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. I'm your host, TJ Chapman. What kind of tea you sipping on, Sam? AD, what are your thoughts? 
It's getting late, y'all. It's time for the chocolate letter. This is definitely for the grown and sexy. It's time for another refill, y'all. Don't go anywhere. So keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. We just get started. Welcome to the show. Special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. I'm your host, TJ Chapman. What kind of tea you sipping on, Sam? AD, what are you? Hit that top button. Three. There you go. Two. What's happening? What's happening, family? It's your main man, TJ Chapman. Listen, um, back in the building, man, and and today is a very special edition mm -hmm. because in order to step out of your comfort zone and elevate yourself you mm -hmm. got to step out your comfort zone basically yes and um and, and tonight you know i decided to do something a little bit different mm -hmm. but also tied into what we're accustomed of doing mm -hmm. and so tonight we're actually going to talk about social injustice mm -hmm. and the double standards that we have here in america don't we it's 2020 and we're still having this issue it's crazy. And, and joining me tonight is Mr. Funny Man himself. Well, I'm just, I'm here all the time. I know lately, you know, I've been like Black Tony, you know? <laughs> he's, 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 he's been, he's been MIA. Yeah, been MIA. I've been like Black Tony lately. Been MIA. You know, call me and, and let's see what excuse I got to not come in to work today. Yeah, you see, know and that, that's, that's, what it, that's what it's been. You, you know, you ain't been here in a while when they treat you like a special guest. Come with tonight, we have our. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's what it is. Like, I don't even know he's going to come up in here. I'm like, oh, he's here. Ah, okay. So, um, and then also joining me is a very good friend of mine. Um, we go way back, like two flats on Cadillac. Um, Mr. PJ Jack, uh, how y'all doing? Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us, man. And um, and some would call you the the guru when it comes to political concerns, political issues that's that's happening in America today. And so, what what better person than to bring on to to talk about it? And so, we're just going to dive right into it, man, because uh, you know social injustice is one of those things that people try and shy away from you know they tend to be quiet about it they tend to talk behind closed doors and and complain behind closed doors instead of coming up with the you know solution or politely talking to a person with with the firm voice saying you know hey stop i see what you're doing it's not right but people tend to throw their morals out the window to be loyal to certain people and and our topic and question of the day is what would you do if you're married or you know in a committed relationship and you notice or you see that your significant other is demonstrating social injustice on a particular race do you say something absolutely do you speak about it of course uh you definitely want to want to speak on it um if that's not what you're about you know and you do have your morals you know on top of everything then if you see your spouse significant other whatever um, doing something like that first of all you didn't get it. You really didn't do your due diligence, you know, courting them before you guys got together. 
you know, right. because if you did and, and you guys are on two different planes, you know, then uh, you guys really don't know each other. But, but in the same uh, breath, you know, you do want to say something, right? You know, because you do have your morals about you. You know, you were raised a certain certain way. You know, right from wrong. And um, if if that if that stings you, hearing you know your loved one saying that, you definitely got to check them because that's something that they've been dealing with that you're now hearing for the first time. And now you now you need to know where that's coming from. And and one and one of those one of those questions um, that I want to ask, since you're talking about that, how do you how do you ask that question? Like, is that part of your 21 questions when getting to know somebody? Because it's easy for somebody to say, hey, are you racist or are you this? They don't just come out and say that. And even if you do come out and say, of course not. No, I'm not racist. What are you talking about? So is it safe to say that you don't know a person until they're put in a position to really see their true colors? Absolutely. Um, that's, when, when people are thrown in the fire, that's when you really get to know who they are. Um, me... <laughs> You know, especially, um, you know, I married to a beautiful, beautiful woman, and she's white, you know, and when I first met her, I knew nothing about her, you know, um, it was just, all right, she's attractive, I'm attracted, she's attracted to me, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, but when I actually, you know, were in, was invited to her home, and I saw the people she hung out with, most of them were black, you know, mm. and it wasn't like she was trying to fit in, everything seemed natural, Right. you know, it, she wasn't trying anything, she was being herself. Mm-hmm. You know, and that kind of drew me in. I was like, all right, well, am I dealing with one, one of those white, you know, white girls that try to be down like that? And she, mm-hmm. and she just wasn't like that. You know, so, you know, I did look at, you know, her in the beginning closely with certain issues. You know, what would she think, you know, um, as me being a black man and stereotypes and stuff like that. And, and there was a lot of times I really tried to, you know, not catch her, but push her mm-hmm. on certain issues. And I mean, at times, you know, she, you know, showed more, um, I should say, uh, sensitivity towards it than I did at times. You know, I was a little more, you know, you know, laid back, and she was like, "This is wrong. This is, you know, it's not right." And she has, you know, you know, God children that are black, and you know, when people say they don't see color, I hate, I hate hearing that because you yeah, always it's, see yes, it's yeah, it's exactly, you, yes. But you know, with her, it's. You would think that she is she is colorblind, you know. Mm-hmm. She treats everybody the same, the same way. There's no different, you know. But one thing that I really wanted to see was how her life changed when we had a kid. Mm. You know, so we do have our first kid. And my wife, she's not big on social media when it comes to, you know, stuff like this. She's not big on on speaking. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's my job. That's what I do. Right. right. You mm-hmm. know, and um, having a son now, you know, she's a little bit more grounded with what's going on. Right. And the other day she wrote something on Twitter that I that I read and I was like, man, like yeah. You know what I mean? She's she understood she fully understands. I knew she understood before. And now I was like, her heart's in it now. Mm-hmm. So with you now having a newborn son, how have you guys had that conversation as to how you think your son is gonna be perceived as in America with you being, you know, African American, her, you know, being, you know, white Caucasian, and a lot of people shy away from that. People, you know, turn up their nose to be like, okay, I, you know, they could have did better or whatever the case may be. So, how do you feel that's going to be perceived now? Um, we didn't have that conversation. I mean, we've been together twelve years, over twelve years, married for four. Um, we didn't really have that conversation because the life experiences that we've had, you know, showed me actions speak louder than words. Absolutely. You know, but one thing I, I, I want to say that um, just happened yesterday, which was um, 
was, was heartwarming. Uh, our father, our parents came over yesterday, and um, you know, my son, you know, he's about to be one next month. He spent some time, you know, he spent a lot of time with them, and, and they love him to death. You know, he loves them, and uh, we were just talking and unprompted. Uh, you know, my mother-in-law was coming out with my son, and he goes, he goes, you know, I've never been prejudiced. I know I've never, never, never been prejudiced. He goes, but if I was to ever see somebody treat Brandon, you know, in a derogatory way or whatever because of his race, I'll lose my, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he, he like, and the way he said it. You can cuss. You can cuss on the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you can cuss. He, he would lose. He would lose his shit. He didn't say his shit. But that's, what he, that's what he meant. Yeah. But you could see that he said everything that when he said that it was all from his heart. And I looked at him differently. You know, because I knew he was never prejudiced. But to have him on prompts come out and say, right. you know, what's going on in this world? This is to happen to my grandson. There's going to be problems. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's that's that's a beautiful thing to hear. You know? So, so and, and and Cannon, you live you live in an area. You probably don't. Everybody probably know you, and. You see it every day. But if they don't, I'm comedian loose kid like a trap called Quill and a Pimp they flip back and say the whole thing. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> you, you you see day in and day out the the type of neighborhood, the community that you're in. Um what do you have to say about the social injustice that tend to happen with, with law enforcement there? Well, you know, what happened in my neighborhood happened in your neighborhood and in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I personally feel but it, like... But it happens in certain neighborhoods, not oh, just... Oh, yeah. You see yes, what I'm yes, saying? Okay, so yes, yes, you, you it can, does happen and that's where And that's where, the, that's where the double standard comes in at now. Yes. So why can't I do the same thing that Billy just did? Absolutely. Isn't the law written this way, or is it written for... A certain race. Yeah, it, it does make you wonder then, especially you know in a traffic stop when, you know, you if you, uh, you know, as a as a law-abiding, knowledgeable law-abiding citizen, if you get pulled over, mm. all right, you hand the officer your driver's license, your registration, okay? Because you know, like we was talking about, you know, down you know on my way back from Miami, I had a situation like this, all mm -hmm. right. You want to talk about so it. you know, you hand your license, your registration over, all right? You start getting questions. You say, with all due respect, sir, I'm going to keep my comments to a minimum. You don't want to have them. That is your right. Right. That's a problem yeah. if you do it. Right. Somebody else might get professionalism because that's what needs to happen, all right? It just, you know, first of all, I know me. Mm. I done started keeping my mouth closed because I'm going to say something out the way, all mm -hmm. right? You're going to do something to, <laughs> to upset me. I'm going to say something out the way. So for our best, to keep our best interests at heart, mm -hmm. I want to say nothing to you at all. But, you know, it, it, when it's you and I doing that, we don't get professionalism, which is what you should get, okay? We that get is your right get angry, to remain angry. silent. You, yeah, you get retaliation is what you So get. why do you think that is? Because you got, you know, you're black men in this society. Why do you think that is? You know, because you know, for some people, the logic is, from the explanations I get, you know, Apparently, when you black and you, you know, remain silent, you don't want to talk. Oh, this guy got something to hide. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Oh, let me search your car. Oh, uh, no, nah, not today. You know. Oh, well, let me get the dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, what? What you need? Well, you, well, you know, why you don't want me searching your car? You must got something to hide. No, that's my right, and I got somewhere to be. Now hurry mm -hmm. up, give me my driver's license, my ticket, and let's go on about our business. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I've had that happen before. Wow. Where I declined the search, and now I got to wait on the dog. 
You see what I'm saying? And the dog falsely alert. I don't trust that dog. Look, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. My daddy got a dog named Paco, okay? Paco can't stand my guts. But if I give Paco a dog biscuit, he'll do whatever I want him to do. You see what I'm saying? So I don't trust a drug-sniffing dog. That's just me personally. It's, it's also, um, the research that I've done, it's also on a financial level also. Mm -hmm. Because um, if you look at Ferguson, you look at a lot of the inner city communities. Right. When they do get pulled over and they get a ticket unjustly for whatever it is, you know, we tend to not go to court and fight it. Right. You know, we just pay it. You know, um, when they pull over, you know, a white person and they feel that it's unjust, mm -hmm. they're going to go to court and they're going to fight it. Right. You know, so, so the chances of them getting that revenue, you know, from us is higher than getting it from, you know, a white person because half the time, if, you know, when you go to court, a lot of people don't realize, well, some people do, when you go to court and that officer doesn't show, mm -hmm. right. you know, it, it's, majority of the time it gets thrown out, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Um, so when they, when they pull us over, it, we have a we have this culture that when it, when it comes to the justice system, it's, it's not a fair shake, and that's 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 a right way to think about things because it never has, it never has been, you know. So when we so when we get pulled over like that, we're like, man, you know, look, we're not gonna win if we go to court, so we're just gonna just pay it and move on, mm -hmm. you know. So they know that the, this is where the money comes from, and if you look at places like Ferguson. You know, you know, be more all, all that stuff. If you look at their financial structure of how they, of how it works, mm -hmm. that tells that tale. It tells that majority of their revenue does come from the black community, not the white community, because they know that we're going to pay and we're not going to fight it. Right. And and and, the, and, about and the reason we're you make a good you know, point there. the reason we're here tonight is because of you know the most recent case that has happened. Yes. You know, you know, Ahmad Aubrey. Yeah. You know, uh, rest rest in peace, my brother. And people want to talk about it wasn't about race it wasn't about um you know they had the law lying citizen right to do a you know a citizen's arrest and he looked this suspicious but when a man lived you, one in, the, over in you. his statement he said there was a black man running in our neighborhood and what the dispatcher said no that's what he told them the reason yeah. there's a black there was a black man running in my neighborhood if it wasn't about race, then why even use the word black? Why use the word black? Why don't you just say it's a young man or I see a guy that's running, da 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 Yeah, let them ask you to, to, to give a description. But here's what you I'm tired of. lead with black. Yeah, here's what I'm tired of, all right? You know, I'm, I'm just going to you know, give it to an uncut raw, okay? To me, there's a great sense of white entitlement, yes. okay? Yes. Why do you feel... Yeah. Like you can take the law into your own hands okay. if you see instead of I, I get maybe following a person while you're on the phone with the police saying hey this is what's going on but why do you feel like you're able mm -hmm. to get out the truck with a weapon and do the job of the police and you not a police Citizen that's the bigger the question yeah. all right there also there is a sense of entitlement there's there's a huge sense of entitlement yes. also when you work when you work with the law. You know, you worked with the law for 15 years, worked yeah. with the, the DA for 15 years, you know as, as he did, yeah. you know. You he, know what he, kind he of got, lies you could. Exactly. He got the entitlement right, right then and there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So he figured that he can. All of this for trespassing, right. by the way. Right. At worst. At worst. At worst. And, At worst. And on top of that, they had a string of burglars. Oh, yeah. if a string of burglars, what a damn police but force. But see, oh, yeah, that, that, yeah. Came, that came back to bunk, though. There wasn't a string of burglaries. There wasn't. There were, there's the last, no burglaries the reported last, uh, in that neighborhood. The last reported burglary was, was in January. You know, so it wasn't a string of burglaries. Nothing happened on that block. Nothing, nothing was going on. So for, to say, to be that ignorant 
and say that it's not racial. You got to be crazy. But you know what I what, what I jump it up to though is you know when I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna generalize white people, but when certain white people say you know oh that's not about race when it's blatant. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? That's that's them not wanting to confess to something that's so obvious because yes. they feel like if they if they bring knowledge to it that they're they're, they're given they're giving away something of theirs. Maybe they maybe that sense of entitlement. You know, you know, maybe that um, that great white hope that they've always had mm-hmm. that they can get away with certain things. And it's like so entitled that of all the things that you know, like you think about all the the, the things black people are you know mm-hmm. associated with ghetto, you know, thugs and this, and but right, they don't want that racist word. No, no. You know that entitled yeah. to say, how dare you? How dare you call me racist? And it's like, well, think of all the things that you call us. Right? Yes. But have you ever thought yes. about it? Have you ever thought this? Well, well real quick, just to kind of touch on you, how can you not say it's racial when, you know, over over two months go by without an arrest? You know what I'm saying? Now, me and my father was having a conversation. A lot of times, you know, when we talk about these things, people want to inject the excuses I call it. Or what about black on black crime? I'm going to say, what about black on black crime? Right. You know what's right? About black on black crime, when Ray Ray killed Dante, Ray Ray ass go to jail, you know, immediately. It yeah. don't take 60, 70, 90 days to arrest Ray Ray. Right, right. I was gonna say, if, if, if they had been a, a black father and son, their asses would be under the jail. Well, I, I, yes. absolutely. That's always the case. Yeah. You, know, what, you know, when people talk about black on black crime, I say, what about white on white crime? The numbers, is, the numbers are pretty much the same. the same. You know, black on black crime is about 90%, white on white crime is about 88%. So there is no, or what about you kill who you live around? I think that that statement more so isn't about. That's why I say what about it? But it's (laughs) not. It's not about that. It's it's us saying what would be different if that father and son were black? Would we be this outraged? And I get it. It's because you know the the legal side of it is is going to be different because of course a white a white person they're going to you know investigate, let them go home. But if it's us. They'll probably kill you once they get, you know, get on the scene. You know right, what I mean? Right. So I think it's more so it's just our reaction to when another race kills us versus right. our reaction well, to when. Well, we, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think that's, you know, I think that's why well, they say. You know, well, the reason, that's well, what? that's a, that's a, that's a uh, yeah. valid question. The reason, if it was a uh, black father and a black um, son that killed a white person, we wouldn't react. Like how the flip side is, because we already know what will happen. Well, I'm saying, what if, what if it was? And but let saying, me, let me, let me clarify jogger, what you're on, saying. Hold on, I'm not saying that the jogger is white. No, I'm saying all parties involved are black. Okay, well, it's it's it's, it's nothing. Yeah. Nothing would change because, as far as what I'm saying, because the result, the punishment would still be as swift. Mm-hmm. It would still be the same. You know, there wouldn't be two two months wouldn't go by. You know, so we wouldn't. We wouldn't be up in arms because justice would have been served. Absolutely. So the outrage isn't about the kill. It's about the justice. It's about right. the injustice. Right. It's always when another race does it, like I say, when when Dante, when Ray Ray killed Dante, mm-hmm. Ray Ray ass go to jail. And it don't take two months for Ray Ray to get arrested right. at a minimum. Right. You, it, it don't take that long. You know what I'm saying? Even if, they, even if he get away with it, they put the dang... Uh, crime stop a phone number Absolutely. with his with his face on Same. it, and then uh, you know two weeks later oh, they got a reward. Hey, they got a you Ray Ray on the news going to jail. Right. 
You see what I'm saying? When another race, it seems like when another race kills a unarmed black man or unarmed black person, all right, it seems like the justice process is either non-existent or takes way too long. Or they justify it by saying this is a thug and here's a thug. Yes, and that's another thing. I've seen a great quote on social media that black people are the only people in the world that get murdered and get blamed for their own murder. Which is foul. Which is foul. So here, here, here's my thing. You know, we, we talk about why, you know, social injustice exists. But, you know, what can we do as a culture, uh, culture to, uh, to bridge the gap with social injustice? Does it start with us or does it actually start with the people who are having the social injustice? That's a great question. It is a great and question. What can and we do? What? And I, I, How much can we do? So I have we done enough? I've said this plenty of times, and people look at me like I'm crazy when I say this, but I truly, I truly believe it. Um, when it comes to social you know, injustice or racism, whichever, the, the goal, or I should say the, the remedy for that is white people. Mm-hmm. You know, we are, if you really th- think about it, we are about 13% of the population. 13% of the population of the United States. Yep. All right. White people are about 68%, close to 70%. All right. So for us, you know, for us to, I wouldn't say fight back, but for us to stand up and start, you know, correcting some of these issues, we need assistance from those white people. But we need them to actually speak up and own it. You know, it's not enough just to be on Facebook and be like, oh, yeah, that's wrong, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You, we have people that, you know, we elect in office, need to hold them accountable, we need to put their feet to the fire. And if, they, if they're not getting the job done, we need to, we need to you know, Absolutely. put somebody else in there. But when it comes to voting, you know I mean, we don't do the, great, the greatest job, mm-hmm. you know. And, and some, so we have some ownership, you know, to take, you know, to take up. But also we need, you know, those of us that know people, no matter what race it is, that actually like to speak up for us. Well, okay, well, when are you gonna put you know put the money where you know your mouth where the money is or your money where the mouth is? You know, right. we need you to stand next to us. Don't just be on social media. Just don't be on Facebook. You know, if we're marching, we need you to march too. And you do see some people that do that, but we need more. You know, we got to give in the, uh, in the same time. We got to give ourselves a break. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, you know, yeah. And, that, and that's just, and that's just the thing about it, is like you may have, you know, Pastor Jones who's who may be white that stays next door. You may have Luke who may stay one street over who's white and may, you know, rally with you. But does it start there or does it need to start from the top that people who actually have the power to make that change? So, it, sometimes you need the person? bottom to win the top over and we definitely yeah, need yeah. Uh, we definitely need top level people Absolutely. to go ahead and, and get on the ball and be like, okay, I'm yeah. tired of these folk I'm tired of them having a need to rally. Yep. It seemed like every so many years, you know, you know, Wakanda got to get together right. and and rally for something. And and people, we we've rallied so much, people have <laughs> become desensitized to right. our rally. Absolutely, right. you see absolutely. what I'm saying. So you know, and it's like, well, if you tired of us, you know, then you be, you know, to the brother's point, then you be louder than us when this right. happened. You know, when you, wh- why did we have to rally? Why did you know why did Reverend Al and 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 you know our generation's Reverend Al now Attorney Crump have to get hold of the video and bring it to the world right. for it to be an arrest? It should have been an arrest, you know, months ago. Months ago. Yeah, and and that, exactly. and, that, and that was the sad part about it is that the excuse that was given, even the own cops was like, 
nah, you're finna go, hey, turn your ass around, hold on, just stay right there. <laughs> hey, uh, we got such and such down here, um, and they did such and such, we see such and such, we finna go ahead and take them in. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. Stand down. Stand down. That's what the DA said. Stand down. Mm-hmm. What, what you mean, stand? Stand down. So, but, that, but, but that, you know what? That is a problem in itself. Yes, I've, it I've experienced yes, it that is. firsthand. You know, part of the problem. It's like, you know, to, one of the surprises to me uh, for, for, for children versus when we were kids is how big of an issue bullying is. You know, bullying was simple when we grew up. Your mama told you, you know, somebody put their hands on you, you hit them back. That was that was what we was taught, all right? So you it wasn't so easy to bully us, you know what I'm saying? Because there was some level of consequence, you know? And if you did get the best of me, your mama told you, you keep fighting him, and you either going to win or you going to have to fight me. Okay, so that's, you know, so what I'm getting at is, it wasn't so easy for somebody to bully, all right? You know what I'm saying? The law is written in a way to where when the police do you wrong, they protect it. It is so hard to sue the police. I'm talking about they can write it in a police report. I know from firsthand experience that they did you wrong, all right? And you know what I'm saying? They can have, they can have that camera on. And if you you can go down to the office, you can't get the tape. Wouldn't make a difference. You can't get the tape. They can have it on camera. You know what I'm saying? So you mean, you know, I got beat up by six police and don't nobody got a tape. Nobody got a tape. They do everything in their power to protect the police in their wrongdoing. Even when they do you wrong, unless they almost kill you or kill you, they cap the number that you can sue them for. You see what I'm saying? So... You know, what incentive do they have to do right? Right. You know, they know you can't hit them in the right. mouth. Yeah. You so, so they can keep bullying you. It ain't like the bully back. At some point, he got tired of you defending yourself so vigorously. Or, you know, you got off in his behind. He didn't want to mess with you. Right. You can't, you know, you can't do that to the police. And they, because the law protects them from you defending yourself against them. And right. it's even gotten to the point where, um, you know, Mayor de Blasio in New York, He's, you know, he's trying, like literally he's trying to clean up, you know, NYPD. And I don't care what anybody says. That's the most corrupt organization mm. in the world. I don't know. OPD pretty close. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, OPD, I didn't say that. If y'all watching. I said it. I said it. <laughs> but um, he's, he's the mayor. Mm. And, but since, since, you know, NYPD, since, you know, their, their union, they're fighting them tooth and nail. So, and I'm like, I'm sitting back. I'm like, wait. All he's asking is for accountability. All he's asking is if you're doing wrong, for you to for you to be punished accordingly. And you're fighting against that. You're fighting to keep doing wrong, to keep doing your dirt. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like so just like you said, you know, where's the incentive to do right when when you're doing right, your moral compass is on is point. Like to the point where it's enough, become a culture. Right. Of right. Our black men. In that field, that you know what, that was a no, point. Man, that's that was, okay. Because I got a good example that I've seen with my own eyes about that. We're gonna come back real quick. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, pay these bills real fast. Um, when we get back, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears because this topic ain't over yet. Yeah. But we're gonna switch gears because we got our, we got a chocolate letter from last week's topic that we discussed about abstinence before <laughs> marriage. Is that a deal breaker before you decide to get in a relationship? So. Uh, we're going we gonna to have that uh, chocolate for you at the bottom of an hour or so. 
uh, we're definitely going to continue on this topic. Um, but for now, I need you to go grab your glass of wine, your cognac, whatever going to make you feel right. And uh, we're going to be right back. So keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Let's go. Definitely, that's part of the equation. You know, wait, 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 you know, we, as black people, we need to start getting in empowerment. We need to start becoming our own politicians and our own police. When I go to, well, I've had the, you know, when I go to the Bahamas or whatnot, I have to look for Thanks for showing me how to do that. I don't think I got to print nothing out no more. I'll be look, I'll say to blow that bitch up. Yeah. So, the, and I, you know, I talk to them and they're like, yeah, she was, have, um, you know, you don't feel a need to be, it's not, you know. Somebody was listening to the show last week. It's you. Right. And, you know, um, you can't be, they not scared of And she's, she's indicating why abstinent before sex is a deal breaker for her. My family know your family kind of, because we all the same She's crazy. I looked at her like. In the same community. Wow. The only problem, the only problem with that. It's funny as hell, though. Is we don't come together as people we don't, we don't, we don't, we, we are, our black really? men, our black men can't go and go and, and be the police because guess what? Now they the police. Yeah. Now you're the enemy. I don't know if you ever, uh, if you ever watched Snowfall, but that was kind of like the deal. He he lived in that neighborhood, but he was an officer. He got no respect from the other black people, you know, because we see, we see police and police, I don't care who has Oh, the mics are right off. So we are, oh, the mics we are, are not our off. own enemy in that so, Yeah, someone just, someone just texted me saying they can still hear it. They still can hear us talking.
What's happening? What's happening? Family, we are back, man. We are at the bottom of the hour, man. And wow, we're just getting started. And Chocolate what better. a uh, powerful segue coming into this chocolate letter because what I'm about to read to y'all might be a social injustice in itself. Because, <laughs> because, <laughs> because, <laughs> because <laughs> woo, listen, let me tell you something. Last week we talked about abstinence before marriage. Would you, is that a deal breaker if you decide to, um, before you decide to pursue to be in a committed relationship with the person that's saying, hey, I'm going to wait to marriage? I miss one. And so like, last week was ooh, very interesting. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm 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 pro not abstaining, you know, because I used to think I could abstain with somebody until I met somebody that was abstinent, and mm -hmm. boy, that was a challenge. You would be surprised. You say what you can do until yeah. you actually have to do it, you know. And you you would be surprised behind it because it was a lot of the guys that says no, that's not a deal breaker. Whereas with women, oh hell yeah, that was that'd be a deal breaker for me. Cause I gotta know what you working with. Nah, you know some of them do lying, man. I don't know about I mean, that. It could be, could be, could the fact that you know, oh, oh this, this talk show host talking about. Like, most men probably feel like, most men probably feel like, all right, I'm, it's not a deal breaker because I'm gonna get up out them drawers. Yeah, I, I guess oh, I'm going to get something else while we deal with one another. But that's why I think it's honest. not a deal breaker for me because most people that are absent, they're not, they don't want to have intercourse. But there are other things you can yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. Like what you can get we, creative. Like what we're about to read in this letter here. So this was listen from last week, 33-year-old female out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She says, hey, TJ, I really enjoyed the show last week when you all talked about abstinence before marriage, if that would be a deal breaker. Well, for me, it most definitely would be. Here's why. I was friends with a guy that I thought I was madly in love with. We chased each other for years, but never had sex. Mm. Uh, we hung out together and spent hours on the phone all night long. He even sang to me sometimes. He was so sweet with that perfect mix of hood, gentleman type of guy. And oh, he was also spiritual. Mm. So I was so head over heels for him. <laughs> I, used to tell, I used to tell my friends that this man was sent to me by God. That's how serious it was. He swept me off my feet to a point where I just knew I'd be marrying this man one day. See, look at that. She, he ain't told her shit. She already walked down the aisle. Already. <laughs> now, 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 here you go. Now, here you go. Now, now here you go. Take, take, take this first part out now. So, so she, go, she, goes on, um, she goes on to say that, you know, we, we, never, we never had sex. You know, she was swept off the feet. The only problem was he would not have sex with me. Mm. Mind you, years at this point, but he was devoted to his religion and not able and did not want to have sex until he was married. I respected that. But it made me want him even more. That's a different story for a different, different, different Like my daddy told me, show. a woman's ego bigger than a man's ego. How dare you not want this coochie? You and know? That, that's basically what it comes down to. And so, you know, my, mindful, How you know, he was devoted to, he was devoted to his coochie. religion and uh, would not have sex until he was married. So I respected that, um, but made me want him even more. So at times we would talk nasty on the phone to each other, even to a point where he would always leave my panties wet. Girl. We would have, we would even have phone yeah, sex until we both, Sorry, until we Dad. both came. See, he jacking off. See, that, that's <laughs> what, that's what's happening, and um, and that's how aroused this guy had me. I feel so bad, but I had to do it. I seduced this man. I was like, sorry, God, but. I'm going to make him break his vows in abstinence. Oh, God, the God you wow. serve wanted you to get there. Oh, wow. just, nah, nah. That's hey, awful. Hey, that's awful. That is awful. That's wow. awful. That is awful. So, that you know, and, and it was like, you know, I wanted him so bad. He said, if we do this, I'm going to have to marry you now. Mm. 
because this is going to go against God and my religion. I don't even know what she getting herself into. And I said, okay, baby. okay, baby. For the D, come on. All, all, all so that, they, so all that for the D. So they got married before before the D. Wait huh? for it. Here you go. No, they got. Sounds like they done. They, they got done married did it. just for the D. They got yeah. married. Mm. Let, let's continue on. So from 2011, they was going back and forth for years. So from 2011, he finally gave in last year in 2019. Damn, eight years. That's a lot of stroking, dog. That's a lot of stroking, man. Woo! So I went to. Well, he go probably go got down. arthritis in the thumbs, but <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was checking off. It probably, it probably was stuck like this. I was checking off. So <laughs> his so, wrist got a cramp in it, boy. Yeah, <laughs> something. So, so after you know, finally giving in, she goes. Uh, she says, "I went to go grab his wood, expecting to grab something nice and hard, but instead, all I felt was something like a baby sausage link." Mm -hmm. I was so confused at this I point. Lay out that port. Hold on. I was so confused at this point. I was like, okay, maybe because it's not hard yet. No biggie. So <laughs> I so I started so I started to give him head, and it still she wasn't. It. it still wasn't. It still hasn't gotten hard in my mouth. I was like, WTF. So he told me that he doesn't get hard from head. So I laid down and told him to put it inside me so I can, so? So I can, so I can feel him get hard. What kind of show am I on right now? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm like, what the hell is going on? What is on? going on? My dad's a pastor. He might be watching right now. He's talking to us. He said keep reading. At this point, I have this dumb look on my face like, is it hard yet? And he said, yes. OMG, I almost lost it at that point. I didn't feel anything, y'all, and all my dreams of, of marriage came crashing down. Needless to say, <laughs> I couldn't pursue anything further with him. <laughs> Damn. I felt so bad for wasting his time and making him break his religion. So I had to let him down she as possible. She now he doesn't speak to me, nor does he want to have anything to me. So, yeah, no sex before marriage is 100% deal breaker for me. I need to know ahead of time if you can bust my ass. And that's just it. Well, she, hold on. I, I think that this situation played out the way it was supposed to play out. <laughs> so, not, think, not, not for him. Not for, not for, not for him. My, my, my but for her, yes, this played out the way it was supposed but, to play out. I mean, at, at, at worst, she could have asked for a picture. Or and and that, yeah, you know, see that, yeah, she and could it, ask for it, a picture. Yeah, I be I, I, eight I, years. She should have been sucked that thing sour or something. Yeah, that. man, she, this ain't happening. Man, this is from from no, no. Bro, I, I can believe this, brother, because I'm telling you, bro, like, I'm happen. telling you, man, I look, dealt with a celibate person. She wouldn't even let me touch it. I was like, let me just see it, baby. No, she that, was like, no. That's I'm like, hold on. Listen, I said I can't see it. I can't touch it. Now, this is the first letter that we've had where where they didn't ask for advice. Let me see the afro on that. They didn't ask for advice. She don't. She don't need advice. She does. She a pro now. Just said, listen. I'm sorry that I she broke She's giving it. advice. She's giving advice. Listen, <laughs> that's why it's a deal breaker for me. So to each his own, I say. Leave these you, people alone. Don't be having for breaking their religion for y'all. For man. real. Now, that was nice. For and real. I, I, it, it ain't against God if you see it. Now, you know, Adam was walking but around the Garden of Eden with an eye. You know what I'm saying? That was her mission. That you was know, her that mission was to break that. Says uh, a lot, you but know, you, but you know what, Morgan? You know what? You know, let's get religious for a second, all right? You oh, know, man. there will be temptation. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I just think that. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to sin. You don't have to give in to temptation. Because her intentions, you know what I mean? Like, right. she could have just straight, you know, like, I, I don't, I didn't like the, 
you know, I'm going to, pers- you know, like yeah, that, that devious pray, yeah. thing about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if the man said no, then he said, I mean, then. But, I mean, but it, but it also does come, it does come down back to what Cannon was saying. Sometimes it, you know, you think a man is, is, is prideful, but you tell a woman, Oh, you don't want this, this, this nookie? How dare you how, not want how, this coochie? How dare you? The God oh, I serve made this coochie just for you to have. My, my <laughs> thing. <laughs> but what trips what trips me up though, if she if she was as golly as she started out sounding, right? You know what I mean? Then that that shouldn't have been. You know, she, I don't know, man. That that's that's tough, man. Because she's talking about God this and God that. And then I'm gonna like break his vow with God. Well, she didn't. She didn't. She she didn't say anything about herself yeah, practicing him, a religion. It was him practicing a religion, right? But that right, made but, but him you know, attracted. But you ain't you ain't gonna talk about yeah. God. You no know, God. This you ain't gonna talk That's to God. That's not gonna be a, a, a seal the deal for you. She, right. That was a seal the deal for her because he was right close to God and all that. Right. That was she. And, and then her saying this man was sent to me from God. You know exactly. So so just, so saying all that. If, he, if you really feel this man was sent to you from God. Then you go ahead and Oh, just, we got the yeah. roller bike there, brother. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if, if he's he sent to you from God, then you need to go ahead and do what, what's supposed to be done. Yeah, you and, know what I mean? Not go ahead and mess up this, this, this man's religion right, like that. And like, his la- and like last week, we talked about, you know, setting ground rules. Well, forgive when, me, God. I got know, to have it to, a couple of times. Oh, I got to know. First of all, I want to have it. I'm so glad so, I'm married. So, okay. what, so what it comes down to is that last week we talked about the rules to it. You know, once you, once you do have those rules are set, she wouldn't even have been tempted. Now you over here talking nasty. You over here playing with well, your. But the rules were set. They were set for eight years. Yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. the thing about it, though. If you don't get that hot and bothered, pan is wet. If y'all but don't, if not, y'all don't talk nasty. Yeah. If y'all don't be jacking off and all this other stuff, then none of that happens. It's it's straight up. Listen, we're gonna go to church together. We're gonna hold our well, hand. No, we're gonna have communion. Well, I think, but no, I, think I shouldn't have. If I tell you I don't want to have intercourse, male or female, mm-hmm. I. But I'll we can you know do other things like I like I feel like you're you're trying to make something like well if, if you're gonna be asking if you're gonna be like that you right. shouldn't do nothing sexual no 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 right you know what I'm saying they're just like people that say well I smoke a little weed you know I do this but I ain't finna smoke no crack you know right. but and I'd be like well what's the purpose of you smoking weed if you ain't gonna if smoke this crack well yeah. just because it's in the family don't mean that right. I gotta do it you gotta all. do it if intercourse is off the table it's off the table and if that means we gotta phone sex until we can't no more after year two. Bitch, at this point, you in it. You let me. You, you're basically for real with your actions yeah. saying I am okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the lady was here. He'll tell you. You know. It, you know. It, it, lust is a sin. It starts in the mind. So if you're doing yeah. all of that over the phone and it's in your mind, you might well go all the way you with might it. Go all the way with it because people try to set those boundaries. So, um, ma'am, I'm, I'm glad that you um, you shared your thoughts. You shared your opinion on why. I can't believe she put it in. That talk, is girl. a. Um, Deal breaker. Um, you a clown. You know, we, we don't, we don't, we don't judge you for that because you know everybody to each his own. You, you, a man, I mean, I'm not judging. A man no stuck with you. Listen, uh, many so, women uh, have been noodled before. Okay, <laughs> you know, uh, listen. I, I, I tell them I don't put the noodle yeah. in there to try to get it. You know, to, to try to turn it to <laughs> he bread. Like, he's just like, what the hell? Is to that try that? to turn it to you know to a crouton. You know what I'm saying? You know, just <laughs> turn it something. So you know what I'm saying? You yeah. sometimes you got to you jump wow. start that thing. You know wow. what I'm saying? I you know what I'm saying? You know what? I don't even know what I feel like right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what, and, that, and that's why and that's why I say that's, some, that's something a, like something like that can turn into a social injustice to a point where oh, I'm practicing absent because my religion said I'm not supposed to hunt you until we get married. 
and you be like, okay, well, I'm going to treat you differently because you don't want to hunch me. Something must be wrong with you. What's going on? Which I know that's probably on a more or or move on, move on, move on, and get, yeah. get yourself some other business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but we, we are talking about more of a you know um, deeper issue mm -hmm. than deal breakers when it comes to you know can you be with somebody that you know practicing right. abstinence. Um, but but we are you know talking about the most recent tragic case of you know Ahmad Aubrey, um, who was fatally shot and killed in Georgia. And as it stands right now, there were so many DAs that had said, oh, I got to excuse myself, oh, got to excuse myself because of so many ties. And it goes to show how, how deep and rooted mm -hmm. people are tied to. So right. you can't really give a, a fair, you know, uh, And we should, you know, fair, we should have that fair same. I'm gonna and it would be great if, if we as a race, you know, had that same impact. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like we were talking about earlier when, you know, think, when the cameras and everything were off. Our black men, we can't be a part of that club because once once one one of us joins, we outcast them. We treat them a certain way. We feel a certain way because like, oh, how you gonna go be the police? You trying to, you know? And it's like we need to be more supportive of our black people being yes, in those do. positions, so that we can, you know what I mean? That's just like everything. We, we'll dominate golf. We'll dominate swimming. All those things that that were not for us, and yet. Let's we die. don't want to dominate that stuff. Well, you know what I mean? But like, let's 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 look at that. Supportive of us dominating. No, exactly. you're you you're 100 right on that one. You got you have to support support us when we get in position. But at the same time, when some of us get in that position, we're, we're worse than the racist white cops. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, let's be real this about it. I mean, I have a friend. I'm not gonna say no names, but I had a friend. Say had a friend mm -hmm. when he went into you know the force. You know, we were talking. You know, and he was telling me his experiences and blah blah blah, and. Then, all of a sudden, like his demeanor, his character changed, and uh, then I asked him. I said, "You know, if if you know you're on duty, or whatever, and you've seen another officer doing something not supposed to be doing, breaking the law, you know, you know, I mean, really, really, you know, going hard, you know, would you turn him in? Would you say something? You know what I mean?" And he kept, you know, beating around the bush, beating around the bush, not answering the question, blah blah blah. And then he was like, "So I'm like, say something," and he was like, "No, I can't do that." Because that's almost like one of those things. And that's part of the problem. That brotherhood, that's, that's, that brotherhood and, and if, and if a, I think if you're not strong-minded and you you don't actually have that, that will and that thought that I'm joining this force because I want to make a difference in right. my community, if you you know you get in there, it's a difference if you get in there and like you said, you just pose with that question. So but he just do? got, he just got in though. That, that, because we, we like, like I said before, we love that invite to the barbecue shit, you know, when somebody white does something black. Oh, you invited to the barbecue, and we feel. And, and for some of our black men, unfortunately, when they do get in the force, they feel like they've been invited yeah. to the barbecue. Yeah. Wow. And wow. and that, and, that, and that's the thing that I was talking about earlier: the difference between, you know, being loyal mm -hmm. and knowing what's morally right. And when it comes to you know law enforcement, and you know your friend beat around the bush about it. You know, it's more so I'm going to be loyal and protect the shield because there's a lot of people that's protecting the shield. Right. So if you're looked at as, oh, oh, you going against your brothers? Oh, we got something for you type of deal versus, you know, hey, I'm going to say something about it more. You know it's wrong, but you can't but say you know nothing because you're afraid. Thing. Like he said earlier, that's a if if you are somebody who does not like injustice, like he was speaking about his wife, like. 
that means you don't give a damn who. That's involved. true. That's true it's story. The ish, it's the issue that you have a problem with. Right. If you're somebody that don't have a problem with an issue unless it directly affects you, sure. then you're going to have that, those blockers because it's now it's not about the crime. It's about who committed the crime. Right. If you're somebody that, that feel like killing is wrong, it don't, it don't matter who get killed, it's wrong. But yeah. if but, that's not something that's in that department of your 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 you know your your mind or your heart and things like that, then you're not gonna compart- you're gonna you know treat it a little different. But it's just it's just like my man said here, the motivation to do right once you're in is it's it's scarce, it's hard because I know a lot of friends right now because it's so I, easy that I know for a fact, you know, are, are pushing the issue of accountability mm-hmm. and letting people know when they're wrong, and then once they do that, they're by themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they're put in that corner like, all right. You keep talking. We got something for you. You yeah. know what I mean? We'll demote you. Because they are the majority. And right, yeah. right. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So it's like we need, I mean, they have to have some type of, you know, shield themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that goes to where you're coming from also. If we support them, mm-hmm. we, we can give them that shield exactly. and, and let them know, let the force know, like, listen, you know, we know he's doing the right thing. We know his moral compass is, is, is yeah. on straight. So you go ahead and you, you play with him if you want to. We're going to be right there with him. You know what I mean? But we don't do that well. And we got to take notes. We got to take notes. Oh, yeah. We have to take notes. Like he said, if they're in the police force, if one of their white cop friends do something, they're going to they're gonna help make sure that that moment don't get caught. They're going to cover. They're going to do everything. Oh, we're yeah. Gonna, we, don't, we don't have that same, you know, morality with each other. You know what I mean? Right. If we see him do we probably going to go tell on him or we going to not fuck with him no more. But we don't ever just, like... We don't hold each other like they hold each other. Like right. they hold. I don't give a damn. Now they hold what, each other down. They, they do really do. Yeah. He can, they can all see you kill a motherfucker. Right. He ain't do it. He right. ain't do it. Which leads to something I wanted to point out tonight. And I want. I want to say this. I don't care who don't like it. Okay. You know. And this is just my opinion. I walk alone out here in these streets. Okay. okay. What we see a lot of times. Okay. It's two things. You know that I've been saying. I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. In the case of Ahmad in 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 Georgia. I don't want to see the dead be sullied too often. You know, like the quote said, you know, black people, we the only people that get murdered and they get blamed. And it's some weak blame. Oh, Trayvon Martin got bad grades in school and he smoked weed. That don't mean he deserved to be shot and killed. But here's another thing I don't want to see, and it goes back to the point that we've been making in the same conversation of, of, of black folks, of us, taking charge of our own fate and taking charge uh, of and being in place uh, and positions of power that directly affect us. Black people, we need to start going to jury duty because one thing I don't want to see is an all-white jury in the case of Ahmaud because historically, any time, to your point, you know how they will not acquit you know, a white police officer or a white man that has killed a black Man or whatever the case may be, because they gon they gonna stick with white, okay? And the, historically, an all white jury does not convict, you know, in these kinds of cases. We can start even before Rodney King, but you can go on YouTube and you can see LAPD believe Rodney King. To, that's why I said but, we have to take notes. That, like you said, we don't jury duty. We we do everything in our power to not be there, and then we wonder why our cousin didn't get. The justice. <laughs> no, you're 100 you know percent. Yeah, but the problem, the problem that we face with, because like I hear all these solutions, you know, and there's a lot of good solutions. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. when you say you know, you know, put pen to paper, that's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that lets you know pros and cons, what we can do, what we can't do. Um, the biggest problem with 
first of all, you're 100% right that we need to go to jury duty and not try to get out of it. That's, that's, that's an awesome point. The problem with that is when they select that's another the people for, for, for jury mm-hmm. duty, you know, lawyers, they're trying to select people that help their, their side. Their side mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot, a lot of times, you know, the judge does have a final say on who can come on this, this jury duty. Now, if you have 50 white people and five black people going on jury duty, the chances of any of them five black people going on that jury is, is slim. But like you said, we go to jury duty and you got 50-50, you can't have an all-white jury. That's just not going to happen. Then we know something. Right. Yeah. Then we know something's up. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, one leads to the other. Yes. Right. We show up. Mm-hmm. And then they, we, we forced Force them. Yeah. And the thing is, and when I think I'm not sure which one of you guys brought up, you know, rallying. I think it was you. To me, I'm so over rallying because at the end of the yeah. day, what's what's the end game? Oh, you showed in force. All right, you showed in force. It was cool. You showed some unity. To do what? Mm-hmm. To pass what? To pass what legislation? You know, yeah, to support which which uh, public official that's on your that's on your side. Yes. Walking up and and and, and showing, you know, solidarity. You know, it's important because it's showing love. It's showing that you're showing that you're there for your community. But the, the end game can't be all right. We reached this this plateau. Now we're gonna go home. It has to keep moving forward. Yes, yeah. but that don't mean we should not rally. It, no, no, I'm, not, know, I'm not saying we shouldn't. Because think about it now, brother. Until they rally, it wasn't no arrest. A lot of people are stepping down. You know, I saw you know I saw a story today. A lot of people are step uh, stepping down or being removed from office because. Folks got together and rallied and demanded that they remove or step down. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, but to your point, brother, you know, we got to have, when we rally, we definitely need to have a clear objective and a longer term goal. Absolutely. So, and I'm going to say this we need to stop using the same black folk leading these rallies. I'm going to be real with you. I don't, we don't need Al Sharpton no more. We don't, and listen, listen, if he's the only one that's going to do it, bro. He's not. Okay. He's just 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 the, the more. Public, uh, publicized person doing it. Okay. We don't need him. This is our yeah. time now. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. we need some. We need some. You know, people up there who can who can actually speak in today's language, speak to the youth, because the youth is, is what we need. You know, in a lot of this struggle. To get across this. One thing that bothers me and you guys, and I don't care what y'all say, but I'm tired of seeing this man when we have these 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 issues. Crump. Needs to stay his butt home. Now, now, see, now, see. now, listen. Now, hold on, hold on. Let me <laughs> say like, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish this. Now, let, oh, I like controversy. Let, 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 let me finish this. And let me, Y'all ain't got time for controversy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to be quick. He needs to stay his butt home because he does not bring a solution to anything. He's there, in my opinion. That's for, your opinion. In my opinion. I'm saying my opinion. <laughs> yep. He, he, he's there for the, the check. You know what I mean? And he's, he's, he, hasn't, he hasn't won any cases. No one's been convicted under him, but when they sue, he get he get, he collects that check. You know what I mean? He, to me, he's more there for publicity than anything. I you know if I if something happens to God forbid something happens to me and my family, I need somebody young and vibrant that's going to fight, not somebody that's just there to, to shine his teeth and pick up a check. Right. And 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 on my final thoughts, you know, with that, um, you know, opinion. he's not he's not a he's not considered as a trial lawyer. He's more so there to. Um, collect money for he's a wrongful death lawyer and that and that's where he gets his money so um so pretty much in in closing uh my closing thoughts is that we have to it has to start with us and that's also have to start with the people in power and and our vote counts